welcome to Check Out This Guy. This is the podcast where we're just, we're just, we're just, uh, we're, we're, we're going around in a circle, uh, you know, there's a bunch of seated figures where we're tapping on the head, the, them on the head, and we're saying, guy, 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 they're all, they're all guys, and we're, you know, it's kind of a pointless game, it, you never, you never, you never get to goose, I don't know, but here's where we are, we're talking about our characters, I'm Emery, what the f- um, my pronouns are they, she, he. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, I don't know either. I thought it was going somewhere. <laughs> Hi, I'm Izzy, and um, I don't know. This, uh, I'm, you can call me she or he, um, and this week, I guess I am Knuckles the Echidna because I am eating grapes. Hell yeah, famous Knuckles the Echidna activity. It's his favorite food, and if you eat grapes, you are like him. We also have a guest today. Hi, I'm the guest. I'm B, the he hims. And I'm I here thought to you talk- were Nero from Disney Minus. You know, sometimes things I am, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm just Nero's intrusive faults. Yeah... <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it be like that. Mm-hmm. So, Veer, what, what, what kind of, what kind of folks and fellas and 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 individuals are we are we talking about this week? Well, I shared with you a list of characters for NPC. Everyone besides two of them are NPCs for the actual play podcast I'm on. That hell yeah, half the G- one of the two GMs for. <laughs> Nice. And why don't you tell us a little bit about this this actual play to start us off? I know you are playing in interstitial second edition? Um still first edition. We did Still first edition. We did a two shot special for as a playtest. It's a second edition. But besides that, we stuck mostly to just first edition. But okay, cool, cool. I guess the quickest way to describe it is, hey, what if some people went back in time, fucked up the timeline of Kingdom Hearts to where things turned out different? Hmm. Interesting. Because cause as we all know, the, the, the thing that we needed in the Kingdom Hearts storyline was more travel and another timeline reset. Mm-hmm. So, so I would ordinarily play my role of the person who does not interact with a lot of pop culture mm-hmm. and ask the question of what is Kingdom Hearts? But I know better because that <laughs> if I asked that, there was, there are at least... 10 answers and we would be here for about the next five hours and i would still not have an an answer that told me anything uh go listen to sounds about light on the noise space.xyz network it's a game about mickey mouse that's the main thing you need to know it's about mickey mouse and his friends donald goofy and sora you know actually it was originally supposed to be about donald duck oh um. I know enough about it that you said those in the wrong order. Yeah, it turns out Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse isn't in the games as much. What are you talking about? He's right there in the first game. He's in it 
for an entire, you know, silhouette. <laughs> but he's shirtless. <laughs> That's true. Which becomes plot important. Yeah, they remember how in Fragmentary Passage he got hit so hard that his shirt got Thanos snapped and that explains his out and that's the uh canon explanation for his for his shirtless appearance mm-hmm. in uh, Kingdom Hearts 1. I hate Tetsuya Nomura. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about your characters. Kingdom Hearts makes me feel better about running a an RPG. <laughs> Remember when Goofy died? <laughs> oh yeah, when Crowd took his place in the party. <laughs> All right, just I'm looking at this uh, at this at this list of characters here. What does Snow White Berserk version mean? Oh, thank you for asking. So, if you look a little bit above that, you'll notice that she is one for. She is part of a group called the Order of the Silver Sands, and she is mm-hmm. one of the Trinity Keyblade Meisters. Okay. And, and basically, to quickly sum up the whole deal with this Order of the Silver Sands, um, do you know of the watches from Marvel? Or at least the concept uh, that they're just dudes who watch? Yeah. Yes, alien guys with big heads who just kind of just kind of peeping on things and not interfering. Yeah. yeah, one of them is named Duatu. Yeah. So the Silver Sands are basically a group of keybladers who just record the histories and cultures of worlds and officially try to do their best to not interfere. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes that's just. Not how things turn out. The order is run by the, the Grandmaster and the Trinity Keyblade Meisters. It's, if you notice, this Grandmaster is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, but... Yeah, f- famous predecessor to Mickey Mouse. In Resident Beats, we have decided it's just Mickey Mouse's brother. Yeah, that makes sense. Why not? Yeah. Well, Mickey Mouse is canonically the more powerful of the two. Oswald is simply the more knowledgeable one and the better teacher. Mm-hmm. So does does I gotta ask, does does Oswald in this in this uh interstitial game have like an updated Kingdom Hearts design, or is is he going with like the ste- you know, like the Steamboat Willy uh throwback uh design? Um I haven't got around to having art commissioned of him, and he technically hasn't popped mm-hmm. hasn't fully popped up, only mentioned. But I would say probably kind of like a half ray point, maybe, or whatever the most okay. interesting is um, to draw. Is is one of these two adopted? No. You're not who I was asking. <laughs> you know, I answered anyway. You know, sometimes when you have, you have twin siblings, one is just a rabbit. And the other is a mouse. 
Yeah, come on. Haven't you heard of Terriermon and Lapmon? One of them is a rabbit and one of them is a dog. They hatched from the same egg. They're twins. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes one of them is a rabbit. <laughs> okay, are they both good? Um, I would argue Oswald is more good because he's not narcissistic or pervert. Okay, mm-hmm. Mickey is the Dio. Thank you. Okay, yeah, we got that sorted. Yeah. Mickey is just a narcissist who's also always horny. That's the bit that has been decided yeah, for him. So so Mickey is the is the Dio. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, what if Mickey Mouse became a vampire in Kingdom Hearts? I wouldn't put it past him. If you told me he was, I would believe you. <laughs> to be somewhat fair to Mickey, he is actively trying to keep Rails from being destroyed, so he's not full mm-hmm. Dio, but he is the closest to Dio out of the two. Right, right. Uh, so, so, so what about Snow White? Yeah. So this is... This version of Snow White is just, say, basically... A version of Snow White that is just decided to become Rip. Mm-hmm. And here's some artwork that I've commissioned of her, which she uses for any King of Hearts heads, she uses for Keyblade of Hearts as her Keyblade. Oh, oh, she got the full Keyblade armor on. Uh-huh. Well, she's not... Like, she doesn't necessarily care for the whole don't interfere with other roles fully. She is very much a we stick to our own, but let's not get involved with other people's stuff. Mm hmm. And, and one of the things that caused conflict between Mickey's. This kind of resistance group against Organization 13, which is called Genesis in Resident Beats, and the Silver Sands is that in the first season, Mickey kind of just recruited a bunch of teenagers and sent them off to a world where they seem to have gone missing and most likely died. Mm-hmm. Which, that knowledge got to Oswald and Snow White when Mickey was meeting up with them to see if he could convince the Silverstands to join his cause. Which almost led to a fight between Snow White and Mickey Mouse in Travis Town. Damn. Yeah, I love I love almost kicking someone's ass <laughs> because you know, over a disagreement about uh pacifism and uninvolvement. <laughs> well, it's also so a case of, hey, usually you basically just got some kids, made them into child soldiers, and sent them off to presumably die. Yeah, Mickey does do that, huh? Yeah. Um I'm, I'm I'm scanning I'm scanning this list. I rec- recognize a lot of the names, but not all of them. Are are these all uh uh characters from existing media? Not all of them. Out of the Meisters, one is a original character. Alright. This is a show about original characters. Uh, why don't why don't we hear a little about that one? Okay. 
Okay, so basically she's is one of the twenty also one of the twenty keyblade meisters in the Silver Sands. And her whole deal is that she is one of the two kind of semi native people of a world called the first city. And one of her things is that she can just see the future. She can see all possible futures and knows how big of a percentage chance of said path will happen. So hmm. in a lot of decisions that the Meisters makes, she'll usually just not cast a vote. Yeah, you know, when you're when you're when you're in the uninvolvement gang, uh <laughs> And, and you can, you can, and, and you, I guess if you have a power like that, you gotta be extra uninvolved, you know? It's for those who can't see the picture of her, she is based, he's off of the mirror spider. Okay, um, I'm not actually familiar. Neither am uh, I. Mirror spider is in a, uh, uh, like an actual animal? Yes. There's an actual animal oh, called okay. mirror spider. Did Hell yeah, I want to know about, I want to know spider facts now. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, this isn't her, the form that you see in the picture isn't her original form. She just takes that form on to be kind of less intimidating to people. Oh, like, like she loved Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Who we all famously know is a lady with big titty. Yes, yes, we we have all played this video game. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what we all know Shelob for. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you look closely at her face, you'll notice that she has six other eyes that she just has closed. But she keeps closed for the same reason as why she takes a human humanoid vo- form. Simply just mm-hmm. to... Try to minimize her intimidation factor. Understandable. Again, the reason why she doesn't do votes, or cast votes, is usually her knowing that her not casting a vote tends to also be the most optimal choice. Because everyone, all the Mises knows she can see the future. So if she casts a vote, everyone's going to go, oh, so that's just the correct option of the two that we're, votes that we're doing, which sometimes having one person change their vote to what would be the best option might butterfly effect to where things turn out bad. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Also, other spider person that stayed in in the first city is basically just for foul no, I'm. I know his name, uh, Rodma from Final Fantasy, the big, big funded guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's an old spider in Resident Beats. Okay. Oh hell yeah, tight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, you have one of my all-time favorite characters on this list, so I want to ask about them. Hmm. Ooh. Um, and, and and that's Samus. Uh-huh. T- t- tell me about your version of Samus. Yeah, what's Samus doing here? So, 
To be honest, I just put... I... Since she hasn't showed up yet, I haven't dreamed. Well, I done fucked up. <laughs> well, there's some stuff that I can talk about here. Is that she is one of the key rate my says that is more like, hey, it's one thing to not interfere with like two rails fighting each other because that's getting involved in fights that's not her own. But there's another when there's like a group of keybladers going rail to rail and blowing them up. Yeah, she she doesn't seem a a passive sort. So yeah, Samus is someone who's like, hey, he, there's a group of people fucking around. How about we have them find out? <laughs> which I I gotta ask, which hand does Samus use the keyblade with? Is it the gun hand or the regular hand? Oh, it's just a whole suit. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like the game, since the suit is also her weapon, her suit is also just her keyblade. Interesting. So if Sora put the uh, the, the Samus uh, keychain on his keyblade, he, he'd get the power armor too. Possibly. <laughs> nice. Just no no one should try to go into ball mode other than Samus. Yeah. So it has to do some a lot do a lot of training arcs before he can do the Samus ball. <laughs> Who else we got on this list? Uh oh, what about Midna? Yeah. Midna uh, is also <laughs> A character that's like kind of just it's more on the passive slash defensive side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, being like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't drag our people into a conflict in general when our do- job is mostly just to record stuff in case Wells gets destroyed," because. Again, that's the whole purpose of Silver Sands, is that they record the cultures and histories of rails and, and just keep them safe in case said rail gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. And now, are we talking uh, Goblin Midna or uh, True Form Midna? Um, True Form Midna. Midna. Because okay. if she was in her Goblin form, I feel like she would be more aggro. <laughs> true true yeah yeah no i don't think goblin midna would would sit around while things are happening no no and that's why we love our short queen yeah yeah which she is aggro just like snow white is aggro it's just that they also don't want to drag more people into a conflict that could get more people killed mm-hmm mm-hmm there's a there's a name on this list that is absolutely wild to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um yeah, so 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 tell us about uh Keyblade Meister power lines. Oh yeah. So the funny thing about that is that I asked fellow play my co hosts and fellow players on Resident Beast to suggest some people to be Meisters 
Mm-hmm. And Steven suggested Powerline. Now, Spike, have you watched the 90s classic, A Very Goofy Movie? Mm-hmm. Of course I have. Okay, I saw okay. it when it came out. Hell, nice. Hell yeah. So yeah, what, is, what does Powerline do? What is this rock and roll man from, from, from Goofy Movie? What's well, he on about? Well, obviously his keyblade is his guitar. Yeah, I think that goes without saying. <laughs> but he is also kind of like, yeah, let's not get involved with other people's stuff. Right. I think we got to ask about some of the yeah. guys uh, outside of the uh, the 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 Silver Sands. We've done them exclusively. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's hear about. Okay, I got to ask. Sonic the Human. That's <laughs> oh. his deal. Oh, I knew he would get your attention. So, Sonic the Human is one of the biggest threats to the capital W world. Hmm. So he is the same Sonic the Human from Sonic Destruction by Snapcube. Interesting. Hmm. But also altered more by Dayless. He was... Working for the Seven Blades of Light, Sonic the Human just kind of fell more into that narcissistic hero complex, to the point where he sees the best way to keep villains from destroying worlds is to destroy worlds himself. And that's definitely not what a villain would think, no way. Yeah. You know, normal hero stuff that heroes do. He all... He'll also take the most powerful stuff, stuff them in his Keyblade, and just blow up the rail so that way no one else can get that power, and then go on to the next world. At this point, the stuff that is known to be that he's already taken in is that he has eaten Soul Kappa, he's eaten Soul Edge, he has taken the... Sasuno armor from Blaze Blue, and he has taken half the power of a goddess. This from a different version of a Blaze Blue world. Sounds sounds like it could cause some problems. Deus mm-hmm. has also tried to make Metal Sonic for Human to be a more controllable version of Sonic for Human, but. Mm-hmm. That didn't turn out real, not because of Mel Sonic, but simply because his Mel Sonic didn't meet expectations for another character. And the reason why Sonic the Human in particular is in this is because for season two, the season that I first joined, and Dre, the other GM, suggested, hey, Let's all make a rival character for for our player characters. So, and mm-hmm. I was playing the Nauto from Blaze Blue, which is a alternate version of Ragnarble Blood Edge from the main Blaze Blue Blue games. So I decided to get racky with it and just have. Sonic the Human to be Naoto's rival. And also the uh-huh. one who destroyed Naoto's world. 
and took half of half of the power and soul of the goddess Suzuki, which is a OC that I made to basically give my opinions of the, the fact that if a main well, one of the main Blazebrew timelines, Ragnar is just made by a goddess to be her perfect boyfriend, and that is treated as okay for some reason. Hmm. Sometimes lore... You look at lore and it makes you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, oh no, maybe this fighting game shouldn't have lore, actually. Well, that's what happens when you take a JRPG and turn it into a fighting game. True. It gets worse because that same goddess made Ragnar's sister to be a test run to see if Ragnar would be a good boyfriend or not. Huh. Hmm. Huh. So, I know you didn't pick Suzuki, but... To explain Suzuki, she's basically my version of that goddess, where she made Naoto to be her perfect boyfriend, and she is very obsessive over him. Oh boy. Granted, she is dead at this point of the actual play, simply because, well, she technically died when she gave her power to Naoto when he was fighting Sonic the Human, but... A ghost of her that is still inside of Naoto, with behalf of her power that Naoto had, who tried to basically put Naoto in a kind of fantasy mental state, to where she could just play out, or just basically do a wonder vision, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. What does that mean for people who have not watched Marvel in years and years and years? So, basically, she made a world of the 50 sitcom trope TV shows. Uh-huh. She could have a happy family with Naoto, where all the other PCs were just kind of the side characters. Once that was resolved, that kind of ghost of Suzuki was, was defeated, <laughs> and... Became one with the Forgotten Gods, which is just all of the dead gods that no one remembers anymore because they are dead. Mm-hmm. Rip to those guys. Yeah. Just a fun fact, if you uh, if you're someone who listened to Resident Beast and views who said Suzuki is actually a name and not static sounds, that's because when a god dies, no one just people just forget their names. Damn. Eventually, another god can have this be remade and have the same name and fill the same role of the dead god, but until that happens, no one just, no one remembers that name. I mean, there, there can be other things with the name, though, right? Yeah. Okay. O- otherwise, motorcycle fans would be upset. Yeah, <laughs> but when you're referring to the goddess Suzuki, you just say, Static sounds. Mm-hmm. Certainly I wouldn't know anything about a character with an unknowable name. Nope, definitely not. Nope, nope, nope. absolutely not. <laughs> well, we'll talk about Snake at some point. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
okay. I I ha- having spoken with fear in the past, I think I know what this is gonna be, but let me ask you, who is Hero Repulsa? Okay, so how much of Paling just do y'all know? <laughs> I watched it when I was in first grade. I have never seen a single episode. I I watched Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers in Space, so... But I do know who Rita Repulsa is. And do you know who Emperor Zed? Yes. And you know that they are married. Well, get married. Did not know that part. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know, and in space, Zordon kind of blows himself up to kind of do a genocide, which also mind alters his all of the main villains to make them good. Okay. This includes, Fascinating. Okay. This includes Emperor Zed and Rita Repulsa. Saban was really on one, huh? Yeah, um, like, like, like isn't, isn't Emperor Zed current, like, like, the current main villain of, uh, Power Rangers again? Yeah. I, I it was I made I... before that. Yeah, no, no, I, I just, it's something I heard recently, I'm like, okay, yeah, it sounds about par for the course. Yeah. I don't know the full story behind that. But this is kind of like, Heroes is kind of my reply to, to the, I guess you can say, canonical child of Rita and Repulsa, who shows up in the anniversary episode of Power Rangers Operation Overdrive. If Rita and Zed's kid, which Rita and Zed has only been married since the ni- late 90s, shows up. Oh, so, oh, so Zoomer, baby. Well, no, he's apparently been sealed away for 1,000 years. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Still sounds like a Zoomer to me. Eh, it would have been funny if he was a Zoomer. <laughs> but, yeah. Basically, they just made him a generic big Power Ranger villain of the day. And did nothing else. I remember... Seeing a YouTube review of that se- of Operation Overdrive when they start talking about that, those two episodes, someone made a comment about how, hey, wouldn't it be more interesting to have the goal of Re- Rita and Zed's child to be to kind of get revenge for the whole mind altering thing? That was happened to their parents, and the whole Zordon doing a kind of genocide. So, yeah, Hero Repulsa is basically was made to be a villain, the main villain in of a fanfic that is never going to get written. That I dubbed Power Rangers Nevermore, which is about old Hero. Who basically, Hero and a group of orf- well, people who were orphaned due to the whole Zordon genociding thing, mm-hmm. hunting down 
on those that continue the legacy of Zordon, which eventually ends with Hero kind of becoming disillusioned with the whole the whole process of doing things for the greater good and trying to do a villain redemption arc by sacrificing himself to save Earth from being destroyed. Which <laughs> ended up sending him into the world, capital W world, uh, Resident Beats. God, I hate that capital W world means something in Kingdom Hearts mm -hmm. <laughs> logic. That's why I'm having the Silver Sands and the Seven Blades of Light address lowercase worlds as stars. Which, yes, I'm taking, for those who play Final Fantasy XIV, yes, I'm taking that from Final Fantasy XIV. Are, are, are the Silver Sands, do they just have like a Kingdom Hearts lore podcast? Is that the, the entire, uh, is that the entire, uh, mission of their organization is just to make a podcast that talks about all the stupid lore? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that might not be the main goal, but... The people who live on in Burrell said are operated mostly by Silver Sand members, since a lot of stuff is just public knowledge it's within the Silver Sands. I'm sure someone has just made a podcast about WWRLD history, which is just a Kingdom Hearts podcast. Who, who, who's who's king? Who's Keyblade takes the form of a microphone? Um, well, that would also be Powerline. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you know, makes sense. You know, Keyblades can have multiple forms. Mm hmm. Coming around full circle. Mm hmm. But, yeah. Basically, Hero showed up in Resident Beast World and was like, hey, I kind of did some fucked up shit. Let me try to... And I'm noticing that the version of the Power Ranger Rail that I ended up on seems to be before... during when, you know, like, Tommy was still a teenager. So maybe I can talk to Zordon and keep that whole genocide thing from happening and finding, like, a more peaceful solution. And then he ran into Tommy, who still had the Green Ranger Morpher, and kind of backslided into the, hey, I don't want to reclaim my family heritage. I'm going to need that Morphe. Which ended up leading Tommy to join Genesis and becoming one of the villains of Resident Beats. Mm -hmm. Which, he was basically saw that and was like, okay, I keep messing fucking things up, so I'm just going to find a corner and just not leave. And not do anything. Yeah, sometimes it's it'd be like that. Sometimes you have depression. And sometimes when you try to do that, you run into people who's like, Hey, we noticed that you have you are an expert in certain things that we need help with. So we're gonna drag you into stuff now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just get into dragged into a memory of your, yourself that someone else had. It, and you talk to a goddess of memory, give her the 
the family heirloom that she was keeping on hand in the hopes that getting rid of it will make you not slide back into the concept of reclaiming birthrights and stuff. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Don't do it. I mean, he's trying. He backslid a little bit, but he knows he fucked up and he's doing his best to not do it again. Alright, I think I think we got time for one more. So we 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 touched on this fella already, but why don't you tell us about Mortimer Mouse, one of the seven blades of light? Oh, Mortimer Mouse? I know who that, that is. That motherfucker. The, to explain the seven blades of light, he drove Craig. They're a group of keybladers founded by the Horn King to eliminate darkness from the capital W world. And while well, even though Mortimer, Mortimer Mouse holds the rank of the second blade, he wasn't the second person to be recruited in the blades. He is just simply the second blade because he is the one that the Horn King values the most. Okay, so he's like the favorite child and like everyone yeah. knows it. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Like I love my, I love all of my seven blades equally. Uh, Mickey is number two, though. Yeah, Mortimer is. I Mickey. love all of my blades. That's why I have y'all all of you numbered. Wait, wait. Oh, hold up. You, you said Mickey. This is Mortimer. Um, you, you, yeah. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> uh huh. They are different characters. What? They are. <laughs> One's taller than the other. Yeah. They're rivals. Okay. It's just people know Pete a lot more. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I, I I know about Disney or Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but anyway, a Mortimer Mouse, who has the Kinrun Key of Twilight, is basically meant to be Starscream coded, mm-hmm. but also be extremely loyal to the Horn King. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, again, and he's basically, Mortal Mouse is kind of the star screen of the Disney cinematic universe. Uh, uh-huh, explain that more. Well, he keeps trying to run up Mickey. If you treat Mickey as a Megatron analog... Which I always do. Keeps on trying to replace Mickey. (laughs) Oh, you are having me do so many mental gymnastics right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's good for the brain to do gymnastics a little bit every now and then. But yeah, Mormon's whole deal is that one, he is loyal to the Horn King, and two, he doesn't really care for any of the other blades, and he also has a suit. Also think he said believes himself to be the best since he is Born King's favorite son. Yeah, no. If if listen, if you're number two, like you know where you stand. Yeah. If your father figure is number one and he made you number two, obviously you're the favorite. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Which makes you the best. Pretty much yeah. Airtight yeah. logic. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. 
We're 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 getting close to the top of the hour. Any uh any 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 final thoughts to uh to wrap up this setting? I guess to for anyone who's curious about who was first first person that the Horn King crew recruited in the Seven Blades of Light, that'd be the fourth blade, Severin. Mm-hmm. His whole deal is that during the Keyblade Wars, some of the key, after all the fighting was done and everyone was dead, some of the Keyblades was like, what if we just kept fighting people and then just all slammed themselves into one meat suit and just just did that? <laughs> Just ran around and fight. Started fighting people. Mm-hmm. I guess the easier version would be: What if a bunch of Keyblades decided just to work together to become Goku? Damn! If I were a Keyblade, that's what I would want to do. Um. Any Any questions from y'all? I th- I think I'm ready to to uh to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts adjacent things are very taxing on the mind. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I feel yeah. I feel like there aren't any questions I could ask that wouldn't require like a twenty minute answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Veer, where can we find you? Um. Well, I myself. Do not have any social medias. Heck yeah. But you can, But if you just want to hear my voice, you can listen to Who Resident Beats, a actual play a interstitial actual play podcast. Which you can find on Twitter and Blue Sky at Resi Beats Pod. And you can also listen to me on Disney Minus. It's a podcast where we, we go through we have taken up the challenge of covering every movie on Disney Plus. And you can find it on Twitter and Blue Sky at Disney Minus Pod. There's also an upcoming podcast called I'm Not Stuck in Here with You, Who You're Stuck in Here with Me, a Homestuck podcast, which the gimmick is. One person has read it fully, and the other three, which is myself included, are people going through it for the first time. There's two others in the works, but I don't know if I can talk about those yet. We love a secret project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least one of us knows about one of those. <laughs> If that's all your plugs, then I may as well segue into me, Emery. Uh, I'm on an upcoming audio drama. Uh, details to be revealed forthcoming. I'm also on a silly little podcast called We Rate Queer Bait, a completely normal show where we talk about uh, med- media that makes us have regular brains. Uh, we talked about Star Trek: The Original Series in our most recently published episode, and and Izzy was on that. I was there. You guys, it got it got really out of control on that one. You should listen to it. It's ridiculously funny. I was laughing a lot when I edited that one. I need people to comment on that episode so bad. 
I'll comment on it once it comes out. They sure did make Vulcans like that. Uh Uh-huh. They sure did. And, and, and it's out right now. Mm hmm. It is. Uh, so we have our. Wait, I am also on for affinity with the username Space Robot. I'm taking art commissions. Get in touch with me about those over Discord or spacerobotart at gmail.com. Yeah, um, I don't have social media either. So. Uh, you can find me on Discord. Um, you can find the Check Out This Guy Discord in the show notes. Come on. It's fun there. You can ask us about stuff. You can show off your guys. You can show up to some of our weekly streams. Uh, there's Big Agu Mondays um right now and there's also art streams on friday that emory does and at some point now that i have kicked the addiction of a very bad video game i'll probably start up another bad video game and stream it occasionally hell yeah um yeah and um you know uh check out this guy is on noisebase.xyz uh, said because the owner is Canadian and they got all sorts of fun shows on there. Yeah, like the aforementioned Sounds About Light. Yes. And Prime Cuts. Yes. And Prime Cuts. Yes. If you want to hear more about Starscream coded guys, yes. particularly Starscream. Yes, and I know that Veer's name on that Discord <laughs> is what I was referencing earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, they they also got stuff like uh Zero to Zero, which is about I'm gonna just say superhero stuff. Because mm-hmm. it keeps on changing and Zero to Zero rated the most chaotic podcast by Dan. Yes, and and we came in second, which which still saddens me. Um, <laughs> no, it's good. I love a chaos podcast. I know, but I try. I so love to hard. listen to them, and I love to make them. <laughs> yeah, but I, I try. I, I've put so much effort in trying to have us like not be as chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to be the best? And apparent, and apparently, you just edit it all out. <laughs> Aren't you tired of being nice? Don't you just want to go rape shit? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of Dan, they also got the Sonic Shuffle, a random holistic uh, thing about the entire Sonic the Hedgehog uh, franchise. Um, and and our our co-host co-host uh, Morg is on that, and also Devin, my co-host from We Rate Queerbait. I mean, what is a cohort if not a cohort, cohort in podcasting? This is a true. cohort in hosting. Uh-huh. That's that's why they call it that. A cohort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we also have a co-host parentheses social media and a Tumblr, I believe, both at the <laughs> usernames. Check out this guy. Very nice. Hmm. And if you're someone who thinks that, that their their guys aren't good enough to be on this podcast, just know you can just annoy them 
And by just being the cat standing outside their door, screaming, until they eventually let you in. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I got here. Actually, you can just, like, fill out our Google form and, just, like, we'll get to you eventually. Yeah, like, we we do yeah. try to go in order that people signed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there there are people who signed up months, you know, like everyone who's been on this podcast, like they signed up months before their actual episode got recorded. And we mm-hmm. just kind of come to them being like, hey, remember that thing you did several months ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember that Google form you filled out? Mm-hmm. Now you got to pay your dues. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That blood text I gave you. Precisely. All right, I think that's everything. Until next time, may your heart be your guiding key. Hey, watch it over here. I'm checking out some guys. That's that's what they say in, in New York. Emery has fallen. Now I am the leader of Check Out This Guy. Oh, no. <laughs> Emery fell into darkness. Oh, I got norded shit. Well, guess I'll see you next time. Yes. Bye. That's my secret, Cap. I'm only half norded. Bye. 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 Bye.